YFTS year, I mean, season, oh, God, what is this? Season, <laughs> YFTS season four in year five. You had one job, Kelvin. I have one job. I should just leave right currently, now. Currently, you have one job. Current, uh, I have two jobs currently. I, 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 um, I nightlight with two other jobs. Uh, but, yeah, we're, we're back. Uh, season four, year five. This is week number, we're going into week number six. It's a delayed week because we had our, for the first time uh, ever, maybe, uh, Tuesday night so, yeah. football game. Uh, I think it's the first of, time. Yeah, I think so too, right? Uh, so many reschedules. Yeah, this it's, week. it's, it's a lot so going weird. on. Honestly, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be honest. Like the NFL is doing a pretty good job rescheduling and, and trying not to cancel games. I think they're doing a really good job at not canceling games. How long could they go? That's true. Uh, I. We feel like we've said we talked about it before. They had all off season to kind of come with a plan for COVID. Seems like they're um, they did the nothing. They're, yeah, they did nothing, and it seems like they're they're struggling to find. This is a this is all on the fly. Yeah, uh, so far it's working. But how how often can you keep flying, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can't well, live on the fly. To me. Uh, yeah, what are you, an airplane? I can't stand it. Yeah. You mean airplanes can live on a fly? They have the exactly. ground Exactly, they need, they need fuel, right? Yep. And, and they need to land somewhere. Like airports. <laughs> Would okay, you live in the air? No. If you could fly? Who could fly? Nothing, never mind. Let's just continue. This is the dumbest it. segment ever. Wait, who uh, are we? Oh, that's right. Incredible. What a host. Oh, I'm amazing at this. Uh, this is Stat Host, Moderator Kelvin. Uh, brought uh, with you alongside, as usual. We have these Eddie two. Two time. Mm-hmm. Jack Gurley. And we bring you week six uh, in fantasy football, uh, as your favorite team sucks. Gets it on. Let's go to news. Whoa. Dak Prescott. It's gone. Damn. So that was his, so unfortunate. So is his legs. He's uh, mm. out for the season. Uh, Andy Dalton's going to fill in. I think he's probably the best backup in the NFL right now. Is there, uh, So I feel like... Uh, hold up. Is it better now? Yeah, it's a little better now. Is it a little better? I, I hear something too in my, in my headphones. I don't know what it is, but I don't know if you hear it. This is a little better. Uh-huh. All right, start off with news again. All right, let's get uh, right into the news. Uh, the first news, biggest news is Dak Prescott is out for the year with a uh, compound fracture and a dislocated ankle. Uh, I mean, Dalton is the best backup in the NFL. Uh, I feel like he could fill in. He, I don't think he can support all three receivers. I think he can support at least one and a half receivers. So I feel like the number one, number two is going to rotate yep. back and forth. Well, how do you support half a receiver? Is yeah, the, the bottom half or the top half? <laughs> some weeks, I mean, I mean, some weeks one will do better, the other one will do, and the other one will do okay, and the next following week opposite. Pretty much what I meant. Like one and a half. Uh, you you don't think they're gonna implement the same exact offense that they've been running, or you think it's just gonna be more of a game manager? 
I I don't know. I I just I don't think Dalton is that good to do it. I don't care what kind of offense you're in, but if you're not that great of a quarterback, I don't think. But like he has, this is the best weapons he's ever had. I, I mean, I understand could, he had I, AJ Green. I could kill us what kind of weapons he had. He was awful at throwing the football. I mean, I guess. I'm not saying he's the greatest, but he's definitely a startable asset in fantasy. At least oh yeah, I, I didn't say he. Too, at least. I I didn't say he's not. I'm just saying he's not gonna be able to support all three receivers like Dak's been doing. Uh, I I just feel like the the whole offense would take a toll a little bit, and then Liam Moore and Zeke, like Dan Short's gonna be out completely. He's not gonna be valuable anymore, which he was valuable before before Dak got hurt. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what I meant. I mean, Dalton could he's the best backup in the league. He's be, he's gonna be able to score points for the team at least. I think they're kind of better off without. I'm I'm not saying that Dak Prescott is bad, but I think they need more of a game manager. With their their defense being that terrible, they need somebody that could sustain drives and you know keep the clock running instead of having an up tempo offense and getting your defense more on the field. Yeah, I agree. Than, you know, I, I think this and, is a boost for uh, Zeke a lot, a, bigger, a much bigger boost to Zeke. He's going to carry the offense. Not too back, rest of the season. Uh, another injury is who's the next injury? I can't think of off my head right now. Um, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen with Not a back that big in, injury. But. Yeah, yeah, back injury, but it's his bye week this week. He should be fine. They should Surprise bye week, right, Yep. Yeah. Oh, don't remind me. Please don't. Uh, another news. Uh, Melvin Gordon got DUI this morning. Uh, was we podcasting on Wednesday. Yeah, he got DUI this morning uh, at practice. He was sent home. Uh, we don't know much more about this until I think I guess it'll for, uh, 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 it will develop more further through the week to see if he's playing or not. I don't think I, he gets suspended. I think he's not gonna be playing. I think the team's gonna discipline him. Okay. And then he gets he's certainly suspended sometime. He's, I don't know when, but he is hundred percent getting suspended. Cause That's in the, the rule book? Yes, it's in the CBA three weeks. Yep. It's in the it's in the CBA the three weeks. I don't know when that's gonna happen or he because he could appeal it for it. This could happen next year. We don't know. But the team might be disciplined this week. Uh another another guy's watch, Julio Jones. He's still not practicing. Uh, what do you guys think of him? I think they need to let him rest. And even if he's playing, I'm hesitant to put him in my lineup just because there's a threat of him leaving again with the hamstring. This is this is more of a lingering injury than a, you know, you know. What if the team wants to rally behind the firing of Dan Quinn and just want to blow up to see this, uh, next week on in offense? And who wants to be part of that? Uh, no, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any upside into throwing him in there because they're 0-5 already. They're, they don't really have any much uh, to look forward to, so I don't see them pushing back their uh, Wait, so you're telling me the they can't finish 11-5? and five? You honestly believe that roster is going to be 11-5? No, absolutely and five, not. Or could absolutely be? not. Okay. No. <laughs> I don't no, think no. there's any way. Uh, uh, I couldn't tell. Were you being sarcastic? Yeah, I was being sarcastic. Okay, okay, never mind. <laughs> I, you, you, I, I, I own Matt Ryan. You normally. think I've been bashing the Falcons' offense for the last three weeks? You think I I believe that they're going to finish eleven and five? Yes. <laughs> now, it all depends on. To me, it all depends on Julio's health. That team literally rides or dies with that with uh, him. Uh, that's oh yeah. Another injury is uh, Dalvin Cook. Uh, he pulled his growing muscle. They say it's not that, not too serious, but he's going to miss this week. And next week says his bye, so he's he's going to be missing for two weeks. So be prepared. Smart. Be prepared. 
Uh, besides that, uh, just have I don't think there's much big, big injuries that besides those players, like small injuries like Deontay Johnson got out again. Uh, Watkins is out again with a hamstring injury, I think. Sam Darnold's out. Again. Sam Darnold's out. Yeah, it's, not, it's a lot of small injuries. Nothing big, big for uh, big impact on fantasy teams. Yeah. That's pretty much it, Calvin. Yeah, it wasn't too bad this week. I think uh, some big names went down, but other than that, uh, the the field, the quantity wasn't as bad as the quality uh, this, this week. In terms the injury of was the, in, the, the injury impact. quality. Yes, was very bad. <laughs> yes, especially with Dak. Dak was uh, QB one this whole year. The top QB. Nice QB dead. Oh mm. my! Too soon, bro. Too <laughs> too soon. It's not even four days removed. Yeah, not even not four days removed. But yeah, that's gonna wrap up news and notes around the notes. world. It was, just, it was just news. You know, you know what? You know what it is? It's all bad news. We've never had any good news. Well, Cam Newton's somewhat back. I think they is took he, him off the COVID list. He's off oh, the COVID he, list, but he's not practicing, right? I don't think yet, but I think he will this week. So I think he has a good chance of playing. Hope he doesn't play. So that's good news. That's that, good news. That is good news. You're right. Okay, let's move on to our first segment, or the second segment of the evening, our pits and cages. Buongiorno. Oh, no, not the beast! Grazie. Not the beast! Uh, si, uh, corretto. Ah! All right, Andy, you want to start us off? Sure, my pit this week plays for the Houston Texans. Brandon Cooks balled out like old school at Brandon Cooks. He went... Eight catches for 161 yards on a touchdown. Um, I think what was more impressive before. about I think what was most more impressive about Brandon Cook's game was that he took a really big hit and got yeah. up. I thought he mm-hmm. died. So yeah, he, I mean, a couple of times I think terrible. he had, took he, a big he, hit and caught up. The first one, the guy got ejected for it. Yeah, I mean, he's he's durable. He's before all those injuries the last couple of seasons, he's been on the field for all 16 games for you know. Three, four one, years. He's literally one concussion away from being out of the NFL. That is true. But <laughs> even so, I take the risk because he had basically had no value prior to this week. I, I, just, um, feel like, I, just, I just feel like people know that, and they, they purposely do it more to him for some reason. Oh, so you're saying they're – The wow. hits that he gets are ridiculous. Okay. Some of the hits that he gets are ridiculous. Not A lot of receivers don't get those hits. Maybe it's because he's small too because it – you know, he's smaller than mo- the average receiver. So, like, if he gets hit, it looks worse. You know what I mean? I mean yeah, I guess. But, yeah, we, we've been discussing this, and we're saying that his schedule is going to lighten up. Well, the Texans' schedule is going to lighten up. Line up. Yep. I think him and Fuller are on the same boat, pretty much. I think they're the same boom-bust play. Uh, I think rest of the season, they're both, you know, boom-bust wide receiver threes. Yeah, one, one is more likely to boom the touchdown, while the other one with the yards. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Watson could support two receivers. Yeah. All right. Nice. Uh, all right. Let's go to you, Jack. Who's your pit today? My pit this week is Justin Herbert. Uh, he finished the game with 265 yards, four touchdowns against the Saints. On the year, he has, he has 1195 yards, passing yards, nine touchdowns. You know, in the first four games of any quarterback's career, he ranked third all time ever, most yards. You know who's fourth? Patrick Ooh. Mahomes. Wow. Boom. He's better than Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I just feel like, you know, he looks much better than I thought he would look. He looks very I think good. than everyone yeah. would look. He yeah. throws very well on the run. And he's under pressure. He's not that. He doesn't 
He looks pretty good under the pressure, which is pretty yeah, he's surprising very for a rookie. Yeah. Um, he, he has a lot of easy – his schedule opens up too also for the rest of the season after his bye. Uh, I feel like he's a he – could, he could be a QB1 in a lot of league. He drops consistently 20 points minimum. Uh, and he has a boom game when he could throw four touchdowns like he did against the Saints. Um, he did this without uh, Keenan Allen. He goes hurt after the first quarter, and he continues to perform. So I feel like Justin Herbert could be – should be a QB1 in pretty much for the rest of the season, I think. What I did notice from the game uh, on Monday was that the O-line is very bad for the Chargers. Yep. Uh, and I'm worried about him uh, folding under the pressure as the games con- as he continues to be put under pressure in these games. But for so far, he's looked uh, he's done pretty well under pressure, and I'd definitely be interested to see how he's going to do moving forward. Especially against the Saints. Which is yeah, I was going to say also. the opponents that he faced. Like, I mean, he's doing this against you know pretty solid competition, and he's competing with the best of them. Yeah, I think his first four games he played with three of them of uh, Pro Bowl MVP it was Mahomes. Brady, Breeze, and the fourth guy was Terry Bridgewater. Love watch. Yeah, nice. love watch. All right, nice. Good pick. Uh, let's go to me. And my pit is from the same game going Mike Williams. That's right, friends. It's a Mike Williams sighting. My man went up and got this one catch against the Saint receiver. And I immediately had to put him on my pit list. Not only that, he scored two touchdowns and 100 plus yards in a game where they had no Keenan Allen. So he was a primary receiver, and he stepped up a lot due to Justin Herbert getting him the ball on time and on target. Uh, but I think Mike Williams is going to be a good play going forward as long as Justin Herbert continues to produce as he is right now. I agree also. Uh, yeah, it, he doesn't need the targets. Yeah, he, he's, a, he's a big touchdown guy, and he's a big body in the end zone too. And he catches those long, you know, those long uh, – Surprisingly, he makes, a lot, he makes a lot of nice catches. He just yeah. cannot – he can't stay healthy. And he's right now, without Keelan Allen, he's going to get the targets as well, so it's even better. Well, we'll see after the week, bye week. But I definitely, he's definitely uh, somebody to monitor. Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting they're on bye this week. Yeah. Yeah, keep uh, reminding me. So let's, uh, let's snake it up, and I'm going to go with my cage first. My cage for this week is someone I didn't think I'd put on this list, uh, George Kittle. In a no, game – I thought about picking him too. In a game where they were behind – right from the get-go and down down big and down early, he did not produce the way you think uh, a pass-first game script uh, should have let him produce. And it was very disappointing after almost a career game last last week with 15 receptions, 150 yards. Uh, it, was, it, was quite, it was quite disappointing. But I, uh, George Kittle, George Kittle, he's going to continue to produce. He's number two tight end right now in the league. And um, nothing to worry about here, just one of those off, off weeks. I, I I don't know. I feel like he plays better without Jimmy G. For fantasy wise, I feel like Jimmy G. Lowers holds him back. Yeah, he doesn't feed him the ball. We he saw still got eight uh, targets. Yeah, but like uh, four of those came with uh, the other quarterback came in. Bethard. Yeah, Bethard. Beat hard. Beat hard. <laughs> Even him or Mullins, both of them target Kilo a lot. I, I I feel like if Jimmy G. is benched. Which could possibly be an option. Uh, his uh, his value goes up. I've, I I just feel like in the past Jimmy G hasn't. He never forced feed a play, a player. He should, because George Kittle is that good. Uh, I'm not I'm not worrying about George Kittle whatsoever. Well, I'm, I'm not worried about too much either. But I'm just saying I think his value goes up with the other two quarterbacks. Sure. 
Well, my cage this week is Ter- Terry McLaurin. Uh, he finished with seven targets, three catch, and 26 yards. And I think people had to be worried about this guy because Haskin is not quarterback anymore. Haskin, even though he was bad, he forced feed the ball to Terry. Now the other two guys, they don't, especially if Alex Smith plays. Alex Smith is a starting quarterback. He does not go for the, the outside read first. So he always goes into slots. And he 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 short he throws very short passes, and I feel like it's the horrible horrible fantasy option for Terry McLaurin moving forward. Yeah, because Terry, Terry McLaurin is a deep threat. He usually catches more of his passes downfield. So obviously, put two and two together, Alex Smith is going to dig and dunk all the way, you know, yeah. to third down and third and long, and uh, throw another dink pass. Yeah, even though like I mentioned, even though Haskins was was bad as a quarterback at the football team. He force-fed the ball to McLaren. Yeah, and he has the arm strength to, you know, yeah. throw it to him. These two, I don't, Kyle is not accurate either. He's not a good quarterback. And Alex Smith was washed up. You know, he just came back from a horrible injury. Do you think they gave up on Haskins too soon? Uh, no, I don't think Haskins is that great. But I know, I know you personally don't, but I'm just saying from what you saw that last game, do you think they gave up on him way too soon? Uh, I don't think so. I actually, it can't, I can't really judge. It depends on the – the coaching staff. He was drafted by the last coach. So, I mean, Ron Rivera could think he's completely trash, and he was forced to start him because he was a first round pick. Yeah, but they were the thing is they weren't getting blown out of you know blown out of games. But he they looked very competing. bad. I'm just I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm the he, he throws biggest awful. Haskins fan you could possibly have. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm not gonna say that he's been great, but at least he competes. And for a guy who it's his second year starting. It's it's not like he has the biggest sample size, you know? Yeah, no, but he, he also doesn't really show any promise. He has arm strength. That's it. A lot of people have arm strength. I mean, he has the best no arm strength on the team. No accuracy doesn't mean – if you have no accuracy, it doesn't matter what kind of arm strength you have. Definitely something to monitor if you're a Terry McLaurin owner. Stay yeah. tuned. He'll pop up again later. Yeah. All right, Eddie, uh, give us I'll your uh, case, wrap it up, yeah. My cage. This guy was predominantly on the cage list last year so many times. I can't recall. Like, I feel like every week it was him. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju Smith-Schuster? <laughs> yeah. Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, four for 28. I mean, I'm trying to understand how he isn't producing. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. There, his number two competition went down. Um he has the talent, right? Like, isn't that what his thing is? Like, I mean, he was drawing. He's drawing the top. Uh, but even matchups. so, come on. I mean, like, if other people are getting better matchup, why not throw it to the other guys? I I understand that logic, but if you're the best option on your team, you should be getting more than five targets. Uh, and Big Ben doesn't really look his his way downfield. Like he's getting really, really, really short targets. He's not getting valuable targets. Um, I think his target share is nowhere near where I think it should be. I, I think it's kind of time to panic because when Chase Claypool, a rookie, outplays you, like, exponentially. Like, uh, I feel last time? week is uh, skewed a little bit. But it's it's been the entire season. I think he's averaging nine yards a catch or some, something, like, super low like that. To me, that's not elite. Not elite. So you would buy him low? Uh, no. 
Okay. Because I like Deontay Johnson still. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I, I just don't like Juju. I, 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 I feel like he's good for the other receivers. And he's Juju doesn't complain, which I love about him as a player. He's fine. As long as they're winning, he's fine with it. I mean, which, he, should, I, like, he, that he should be saying that. Oh, I mean, he's, he's not saying it, but Big Ben came in on Saturday. Saturday. That he's, yeah. he, he, he's not feeding him the ball, and he's actually happy that he's not bitching and complaining about it. Yeah, it's hard to complain when you're 4-0, though. Yeah, no. Well, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, he, he's a slot receiver. I mean, once they get more, I guess, tighter matchups, they should be able to do better. I don't know. I Honestly, I would panic, too, if I was a Juju owner. I would probably bench him, depending on matchups. What about you, Calvin? Uh, I can't bench him, man. It's tough. You, you don't draft a guy that high and then bench him. I'm not, I'm not saying it's four or five him, weeks in. Would already. you get him off your roster? I try to move him. I would. Yes. But you won't get anything though in return. Yeah, it's 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 going to be very minimal, and you have to find someone who's pretty but, solid at the receiver spot. But there's no difference in just benching him and starting someone else while he, if in case he picks it back up. I don't think he does though. I don't think he gets to anywhere near the production that he had with uh, Antonio Brown as his uh, running mate. I think you have here and there games. I don't know. Uh, it's tough. Oh, we'll see how it goes. Steelers are still a good team, so you never know. He could just completely change in the next ten games, uh, eleven games to be played. So it's a lot of. Seasons I also think I think Big Ben hasn't been throwing the ball downfield that, that often. Yards per target, as his yards per attempt is, hasn't been that high. This but season. isn't that isn't that better for Juju? Uh, to me, I, then you need the volume, and he's not getting that. You know what I mean? All right, so that's gonna wrap up our pits and cages. A lot of a uh, lot, lot of good insight uh, we had for this past week. Um, well done, well done. Oh, Speaking let me ask of, you a question: Who yeah. would you who'd you rather have, Brandon Cooks or Juju Smith Schuster the rest of the season? Ooh. I go uh, Juju as a receiver, two or three. Juju. I think I still go with Juju. I'd rather have Cooks. Uh, More upside. That's a hot take, man. Hot take. All right, let's move on to our next one, next segment. The RKOs and the DDTs. Have some good stuff for you guys this week. Man, that's doo trash. All right, so I'm going to. Yeah, we always do. Uh, <laughs> Not that they all always turn out the way we wanted to. Oh, I, I think I'm 100% RKO so far. I mean, I guess it's not 100%. I, I, don't know, I don't know if I'm 100%, but I hit my RKO last week. DJ Moore I, had the game Eddie of Bridgewater, I mean. Yeah. I, know, I know my last two RKOs, my stats, uh, they, hit the, they hit triple digits in yards, but not touchdowns. Nice. Okay, so uh, I'm going to start it off this week uh, since I was the last one to go with the pits and cages. My RKO this week is kind of a surprise to me because I, I really didn't want to pick him, but I think it's time that MVS comes out of nowhere Ooh. this week. I, that, if you said that was a bold prediction, that'd be better. No yeah, one's that gonna, could, that no could one's, be a prediction too. You're no right. one's gonna want to start this guy. <laughs> you sure? I think. Listen, man. I he has had uh, rough games. Uh, it was his time to shine with no Adams, but he didn't do it. But that's fine, though, because with Adam's back, maybe it is time for him to shine with Lazard down. He's become the official number two receiver, maybe three behind Tanyan. Uh, 
but this could be his opportunity to push more of the defense towards Adam and try to get open a little bit and produce. And I think he's going to have a good week uh, coming back. And I believe they're playing the Bucks, right? Yeah. Bucks, yeah. Um, It'll be a good game, I think. The Bucks just gave up a bunch of yards to the Bears receivers. I don't think Rodgers could do any worse or worse than, like, it can do exponentially better than Nick Foles has done uh, against the Bucks this past week. Nick Foles is uh, MVP, though. Nick Foles is leading a 4-1 four and, four and one team. That is amazing. I can't even say anything. <laughs> yeah. But the Packers are a totally different breed. And right now, they're just on a tear, and I think they're not going to stop. This bye week is just going to make them better, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yes, I, I agree <laughs> with the, the premise where I think having Devontae Adams backs make, you know, MVS better. That's usually uh, the other way around where if a receiver comes back, then the other person gets less volume. But I think, you know, having Devontae Adams on the field and coverage going leaning towards his way opens things up for uh, MVS. And I think it was opening up for Lazard before and he became number two option. But with Lazard out as well, it's a chance for MVS. So we'll see. That's my RKO this week. Uh, Jack, your turn. Uh, I would give a double RKO again this week because I'm not 100% sure if my first RKO is even playing. Uh, Deontay Johnson is going to score two touchdowns this week. Uh, they are versing... Why am I bugging now? Who are they versing? I just did the stats. Who are they versing this week? I have no idea. They are playing the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns, sorry. Uh, I don't know why I'm bugging now. Uh, the, the Browns have allowed double digits... Uh, points in PPR to opposing receivers one and two, except this past week against the Colts because they don't have any receivers. Uh, I just feel like uh, Deontay Johnson will score two touchdowns just because of just because of the the Browns defense is not that great and Big Ben is throwing the ball really well this year. And just in case he doesn't play, my second RKO is Justin Jefferson. I predicted 150 yards and a touchdown. The Falcons have allowed. Almost eight, over 800 yards and four touchdowns to opposing number one, and number twos, and that number was is kind of deflated because against the Packers, Adam and Lazar wasn't playing, so you can imagine that number be above a thousand yards if those two guys are playing. Uh, that uh, that'll be my quick RKO. Uh, straight to you, Eddie. So my RKO this week, I'm pretty sure no one will start him, or he's probably not rostered in any league except for. You should pick up a start him, Eddie. Um, I don't have the balls to. But uh, Eddie Isabella, they're playing the Cowboys. I think he's going to come out of nowhere and break a very long touchdown. I understand he's not getting the snaps, uh, but even with the limited snap share, this guy always makes plays. He finds a way into the end zone. That's a Monday night game, right? Yep. Uh, Yeah. I think he does find a way to score this week again. Hopefully, you know, gets more snaps because he's really freaking good. I've seen him. He's, he's, he's running really great routes, and he's getting yeah. open, so it's nice. He can play inside, outside, anywhere. All right, uh, Eddie, snake it up and give us your DDT for this coming. So we uh, hinted at this six. earlier. He was a cage th- this, uh, this past week, and this week I think he's going to be uh, on the cage again. I think he's going to be doo-doo trash. Terry McLaurin versus the Giants, who are surprisingly good against, you know, the Cowboys and virtually, you know, all season against receivers. I think with an unknown at quarterback, you know, the quarterback situation is super murky. Uh, I can't – it's hard for me to justify starting him this week because Bradbury's been good. I agree. That's, I mean, we've touched I on it before. I think, I think one – it's the first time we've come to a consensus 
on one player on one episode of the podcast and that Terry McLaurin is going to become a question mark moving forward because we don't know who this quarterback is. Yeah, I think they just need to bring Haskins back. Yeah, I think the, the, the one position I believe is so reliant on the quarterback is the wide receiver position. Even tight ends can get by with an okay quarterback. But if you have a bad quarterback and you don't have a top-tier wide receiver, he automatically becomes in question of becoming startable in fancy lineups. Yep. Who's next? Uh, all right, Jack, oh, your turn. My DDT this week is Mr. Kareem Hunt. Um, Versing the Steelers this week. Steelers have a very good defense overall. Uh, Saqu- like, here's, here's some players that they, they were. Saquon, week one. Uh, trash. Trash. Besides that one, <laughs> besides that one big uh, uh, reception that he had, completely garbage. Only 12 points in PPR. Melvin Gordon needed a last touchdown in the fourth quarter to save his fantasy day. David Johnson had to fall into the end zone to, to finish the day with 12 touchdowns. Sanders did well, but if you mind that 174-yard touchdown, he only rushed the ball for like 10 yards. Uh, I just feel like the Steelers have good, very good defense, and they know what the Browns want to do, and they're going to force Mayfield, who's hurt, to throw the ball. Mayfield is hurt, and Steelers are going to make them throw the ball. And I feel like he's going to have a bad game, unless Kareem Hunt falls in the red zone, which is possible, but I'm a person who doesn't like predicting touchdowns. That could mean a good week for Odell. You never know. Yep. All right, so I'm going to wrap this one up with my DDT. It's from the same game as my RKO. It is Ronald Jones. And even though he had a really great game this past week against the Bears, who have a good defense, I think it's all going to come down to game script. The Packers are going to go up big real early, and they're going to be throwing the ball. And you know Tom Brady, he loves throwing the ball. So I think he's going to have diminished runs. He might be able to get uh, make the best out of what he does get, but this is not going to be enough to salvage a fantasy week, in my opinion. Is Fournette back? Uh, I, I'm we, not we, sure. Your no Fournette is as good as mine. That makes no sense. <laughs> does not. <laughs> that's going to wrap up RKOs and DDTs. Unfornetually. Ooh, that's good. Unfornetually, we don't. Uh, someone already said it today in our that's, chat, right? That's, that's awesome. That happened? Probably. I think Hassan, I think Hassan said it. <laughs> I didn't. I, I wasn't listening. So. Oh, you mean you weren't reading? I wasn't reading. Got him. Uh, all right, that's going to wrap up RKOs and DDTs. So we're going to move on to my segment, the Did You Trivias. But today, I don't have any trivias. I have some great Did You Know stuff. So back to Did You Know. Yeah, you're right. Today, I want my money back. A special edition. What, what money? I want the money that, I, you know, just my, my money back. Exactly. That I paid for. What's that, what's that song? 1-800-CASH-NOW? Eight seven seven cash now. Yeah, something. JG, what? what? Oh, that's not cash now. Actually, I'm thinking of something else. Like I want. It's my money. Yeah, yeah, I need it now. Yeah, that's what is that? JG Wetworth. Oh, that's that JG Wetworth. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. (laughs) Anyway, let's get right into the did you knows. So this rookie class uh, of receivers have been phenomenal. Ridiculous. I was gonna say I, I was gonna say something about that because. I, I've never seen a rookie class produce this well through the first five games in a while. So, yeah, I have some There's stats so many for startable you. guys. I have some stats for you. Uh, did you guys know that the Steelers' Chase Claypool became the first rookie in NFL history with three receiving touchdowns and a rushing touchdown in a game? Yep. Suck me I off. knew that. That first time, first rookie ever to do that. 
Let's move on to our next rookie uh, fantasy player, or rookie receiver, the Cowboys' C.D. Lamb. Monster. Became their first rookie in the Super Bowl era with five-plus receptions in each of his team's first five games. And he was the first option this week. Yeah, he was. Cooper took a step back. Uh, better than Cooper. It's quite possible. But also he plays the middle of the field. What was that? He is better than Cooper. I think he is too. Amazing. Rookie. Outshining everybody. And let's wrap up some more, uh, wrap up the other rookies uh, of 2020. Henry Ruggs third, Jerry Judy, Justin Jefferson. All com- all these rookies combined for 50 plus receiving yards per game, the most through first five weeks of any rookie class since 1970 NFL AFL merger. Yeah, you know with what's the, crazy with the powers combined, oh. Captain Planet, <laughs> <laughs> the five of them combined to become the best rookie class in 1970. Yeah, the, you know what's crazy though? Like a lot of people saying coming into the season that COVID, like not having a training camp would affect these rookies. Nah, not these guys, man. They're balling. Yeah, it's 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 quite interesting how, how good these receivers are. Like uh, if you did a rookie draft in the Dynasty League and you hopefully you got one of these guys. Even all the quarterbacks are doing well. Most of them. Hold on, let me ask you. Let me ask you guys something. If you were to pick one rookie to draft first, who would you guys want on your roster right now for the rest of the season? Jalen Rager. Any rookie? Like, not just receiver? <laughs> Stop being sarcastic, you asshole. Any rookie. Any rookie receiver. On your real team or? No, on a, for fantasy. CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, I agree. I'll take Justin Jefferson. Well, I'll He's, number two. He's the clear number two option. Uh, I understand CeeDee Lamb some weeks will be the number one, but there's three guys there, and that's less than two. And they, he doesn't have a – What's it called anymore? No, this is given that the season just started, so Dak's still there. No, I'm no, I'm saying from the from this point right now. Or re, the, if you redraft the league right now, you're talking about. Yeah, in week five. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, still, you, I still see who these. you're taking for the still, rest of the season. You're taking Justin Jefferson over your boy Jonathan Taylor. No, I said rookie. Rookie receivers. receiver. Oh, receivers. Sorry, sorry. All right, let's keep I'm, it I'm still, taking JT first. I'm I'm still taking uh. Uh, CD Lamb. All right, I'm going to go on to the next one. Okay. The Dolphins have never had a quarterback th- uh, in a game. Uh, sorry, had never had a quarterback throw for 350 plus passing yards with a completion percentage of above 75% until this past week. Ryan Fitzpatrick did that. Fitzmagic. This guy does not, is not aging. It's, it's crazy. And against the 49ers. He's getting younger. It's, yep. It's Got that young control. juice. 75% percentage from Ryan Fitzpatrick. 350 yards. Jeez. He's QB1 for the rest of the week. Rest of the year, I think. Rest of the week? <laughs> you already played this game? <laughs> as long as he's playing, yeah, sure. I think whatever whoever's the Dolphins quarterback is going to be, you know, fantasy relevant. Yeah. All right, next one. You know what? I don't, I don't think the defense gets enough love in this podcast. So I'm going to give you guys a defensive, uh, did you know? I don't care. The Rams' Aaron Donald. He is on pace for 24 sacks this year, oh. which will break the record for most sacks on Michael yeah. Brayhan. Incredible. For an interior lineman to get He just had his uh, career-tying four sacks four in sacks. a game this past yep. week. Uh, he dropped 21 points to me against, against me in the ITP league. Fun. 
And I saw yep. a couple of the um, teams that he'll be facing in the upcoming rest of the season. And some of those quarterbacks do get sacked a lot. So it's very likely that he could break, break the record very easily. He's definitely going to flirt. Yeah, definitely. For I'm sure. going to flirt with you. I've always stay on the Rams, okay? The 2020 Rams, they're running backs. He's, I just want to say he's yeah. slacked against the Eagles because Carson Wentz got sacked a lot, and he got zero against Carson Wentz. If, if he doesn't get 24, that's going to be the reason why that, yep. that game. Mm-hmm. The, two, the two games that he, he, he had no sacks in was the Eagles and the Giants. The two wow. Wow. That's amazing. The two teams that get sacked so much. Wow. And so zero sacks in two games, and he's still on pace for 24 sacks. Yep. That's amazing. Well, the Giants, he got half a sack. Hey, it counts as half. Yeah. All right. Uh, stay on the Rams, like I said. The Rams 2020 running backs, Daryl Henderson, Malcolm Brown, and Cam Akers. Did you guys know that they right now have the franchise's best yards per game mark? In the first five With weeks, their of season. powers combined, they make Todd Gurley. Yeah, better than Todd Gurley. They have the record right now, franchise record for most yards per game up to, up to this point. Oh, they're Red rushing time? the ball a lot, though. They're rushing a lot, ball, ball a lot more than they used to. But you got to think about their franchise, though. Marshall Falk, Todd Gurley, all these, you know, Eric Dickerson, all these monster names. But, but Jack's right, though. Think about it. It's not just they're one player. They run the ball a lot. Not, yeah, also, no, it's not I, just one player. I, like when you could split the workload like that. It's, it makes you more likely to – you can call the run play more often because you're not this giving it to Adam one Gase, guy. Adam Gase wishes his team was. <laughs> They're supposed he, to have a shitty offensive line too. He, oh, Adam Gase is trying to make it with, uh, with the Perrine and uh, Gore and Taylor. Oh, we didn't say oh boy, I can't news. wait. Oh, yeah, we have 11 bell, 11 bell oh. to cut. The Jets aren't fantasy relevant anyways. Maybe, well, he's not going to be a Jet anymore, so he's going to become fantasy relevant. We could talk about race right. science next week. Yeah. And my last did you know for this week, how could I leave out Russell Wilson and the Seahawks? The Seahawks scored 21 points in 6 minutes and 58 seconds. Not game time. Actual 6 minutes 58 seconds. And that's what? the second fastest time to score Three touchdowns in a quarter since 2000. In real First, life? In real life. In real, seven, in real seven minutes, they scored 21 the, points. The Seahawks, right? Seahawks, yes. If you minus, the, if you minus the drive, the first drive, the, the first drive where they scored a touchdown, the, the time it took to get the touchdown, they scored 21 points in a minute and 51 seconds. Amazing. <laughs> and so the, they were the second fastest team to do it. The first fastest team was last year's Tennessee Titans – when they scored 21 points in four minutes and 38 seconds against the Jaguars Jeez. in real time. Ooh, I remember. It was like a – was there a sack fumble in there? I, I want to say one of them was a 99-yard rush from Derrick Henry. I want to <laughs> say. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, so that's going to wrap up the Did You Knows for this week. Did you guys enjoy that? No. I did. Eddie always does. Jack never does. Did, I don't know did you know I, <laughs> I enjoyed it? Ooh. Now I do. Thank you. You know, I didn't enjoy it. Uh, I've been doing that, yes. Every, <laughs> I, I know it every week, Jack. You tell me. All right, so that's going to wrap up this week with the Bold Predicts. Bold Predicts. All right, Bold Predicts time. You got to do it. Bold Predicts. Whoa! This week, that's bold. That was very bold, man. Bold Predicts. It's bold. Boldest thing I've heard all day. All right, Jack, give us your bold predict for this week. 
Well, I created two bubble dicks because one of them I feel like it was too easy way out because we've been shitting on this guy all all episode. Uh, my first one was Terry McClellan with drop a dud. He'll give oh, you the same exact performance as last week. He'll give you seven targets, three catches, and 25 yards again. He did, he did 26 That's yards. Bold. I decreased it by one yard, 25 yards. So my second bubble dick, I'll say, Khalif Raymond will score a long touchdown this week. And he will give you solid receiver three numbers if you need someone to flex in or you hurt a receiver. He will drop a long touchdown against the Texans. The Texans secondary is not good. You mean he'll catch it? He'll catch a long touchdown against the Texans. And you could take that to the bank. I can't wait for him to drop that long touchdown. Say, hey, I counted. I said that. All right. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go next. My bull predict this week. It's going to be Mo Alley Cox. Mo Cox. After we predicted him to be uh, a good tight end moving forward, he gave you absolutely zero points this past week. In <laughs> a In a Phillip complete Rivers. garbage game by the Colts. Uh, but I think he's going, to, he's going to have a nice bounce back as well as the Colts will. He, will. he will catch three receptions for 30 yards and two touchdowns. Nice. Ah, the Mike Evans line. Well, yeah, no, no. Mike Evans is divided by 10 yards. yards. <laughs> <laughs> three receptions, three yards, two touchdowns. <laughs> right, that's my bold predict. Uh, Eddie, wrap it up for us. And my bold predict of the week, Chase Edmonds will take over Drake's position this week. Uh, mm. Drake has been non-efficient, uh, and I don't know what's going on there. He, they're not using him in the passing game, but Chase Edmonds will gallop. Gab, gallop, <laughs> gobble up, gobble, gobble up. up. I, I got, I got it. Gobble, uh, gobble. He will gobble up those catches. He has the red zone work. I think he gets over a hundred yards and two scores against Cowboys. Nice. He's gonna, hope, he's, gonna hope, have, uh, he's gonna have, a, he's gonna have a Thanksgiving dinner this week. Gobble it. Yep. Gobbling them Cowboys. Good thing. Hopefully Nick doesn't start him. You facing him? I would start yep. him over Drake. I, I'm doing that in Dynasty. So Rolo. Those are some great bowl predicts. Um, that's going to wrap up this week, week six. And uh, before I forget, I'm going to drop in our uh, social medias. I, I think wow. I forgot last week again. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking it today. I was like, oh, when you record, I definitely need to drop in the social media this time. But the uh, thing is, that's when you do forget. Yeah. And then, yeah. I, was, and then I was worried I'm going to give you the wrong social medias. Then you're going to go try to follow the wrong thing. <laughs> mm. uh, follow us on Instagram at YFTS Podcast uh, and on Twitter. I think it's the same thing. Uh, you can listen to our podcast on – oh, man, I was going to say Twitch for a second. <laughs> you cannot Holy. find us on Twitch, no. Uh, you can listen to our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, any closing statements, friends? Oh, and you can also uh, Google us. Just Google YFTS Podcast, and you'll, we'll be the first link there. Oh, really? I'm going to try it right now. We're the yeah, best. We did this already. Oh, did you do it last yeah, time? We, we, yeah, you yes. told me to do it. Oh, I told yeah, you to I do did it. it. Yes, you yeah. told me to do it last week. Let's see how far we have to get before uh, Google suggests it right now. I'm at your favorite. It didn't come up yet. Favorite team? No, just YFTS. It's YFTS. Oh, just YFTS. Because all our tagging yeah. is YFTS. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. YFTS. Yeah. What does YFTS stand for is the first thing I got. <laughs> <laughs> and it stands for Young Films Theatrical Shorts. <laughs> uh. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Thanks for listening, everyone. I uh, hope you enjoy this week six. Young Film Theatrical Shorts signing off. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Peace. Later.